0: Yo, what is going on, Cover Seven family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast. And, guys, I'm super excited to announce that today I'm joined by former four star defensive lineman and current Alabama AM defensive lineman, Kyle Mann. Kyle, welcome onto the podcast. I'm super excited to have you on today.
1: <laughs> What's going on, man? You good?
0: Doing absolutely great. I'm excited that we have you on here today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you, man.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kyle, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your early playing career at Alabama, then ultimately transferring over to uh, Alabama A&M, why don't you talk to us a little bit about, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, when you got into football, you know, some of the little details that we may not know about you.
1: Yeah, so uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan. I was born in 2002, man, so that was a weird time, the year after 9-11, but damn, that was weird. Uh, really how I got into football, <laughs> I got into football, my dad played football, he played football actually at Alabama A&M, uh, okay. my brother played collegiately, my mom was a tennis star and basketball star, so sports and being competitive really just ran, runs into my family, like currently right now, I got a little brother right now, getting a bunch of uh, offers and stuff like that, Like he has, he has Grambling, he has Maryland, uh, Georgia Tech, that's a couple. Memphis, wow. I don't know, but that's a, yeah. those are
0: some pretty good offers, though. Those are some pretty good offers. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so Kyle, for
0: you personally, so you know, football, pretty much, and I mean, athletics in general, it runs in your blood. So, do you feel like that heavily influenced you wanting to play football?
1: Yeah, I mean, most definitely. Like when it hit, I was about eight or nine, he was like, "Man, I don't know if I can do this anymore." You want to quit? And then it's like you go home, you see all the trophies, you see all the accolades, you see all that stuff, and that's it's just the little things. Really is what keeps me motivated, you know.
0: No, yeah, absolutely, and I mean, definitely having that type of you know those figures in your lives that obviously were were successful in what they did. So, so for you, Kyle, you know, so if you don't mind, Kyle, talk to us how you're, you know, you're originally from Detroit because you said your dad he played at Alabama A and M. So how did that kind yeah. of thing work out to where you you're actually from uh, Detroit?
1: Yeah. So we're it's actually his story is kind of weird. He's right after college, I believe he stopped playing football. He's probably going to see this and like, oh, you ain't say, that. but. From my POV, I think he stopped playing football. He played offensive lineman in the high school. It was all county, all metro. That's what they called it up there. And then he stopped playing for a little bit. Worked in the plants. Then a guy that he knew, you know, you know somebody that knows somebody that got him back into football. So I feel like the little things like that is, is just weird. You know, it's more of a blessing. I got it's you. more of a blessing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, absolutely. So Kyle, I want to ask you. You know, since you you know you were raised in the state of Michigan, or you're from the state of Michigan.
1: Yeah, and I was mean, yeah, grew up in Georgia, yeah.
0: Okay, so you okay, so you so you you so you were born in Michigan but you ultimately grew up in Georgia.
1: Yeah, I did. 8 8 and 10. Yeah,
0: okay. 8 and 10. Yeah. I got you. I got you, Kyle. So, so I want to ask you know, you know, since you technically were born in Michigan and everything like that, growing up did you have a favorite college football and NFL team? You know, whether that was Come in on. Michigan or Georgia, you gotta let me know. You know, who were you on, really rocking during during your younger days? I was rocking. I
1: was rocking with, <laughs> yeah. was rocking with Rich, Rod- Rich Rodriguez and Michigan Wolverines, man. Back in those days, uh, yeah, I had a I little guess. phase. I had a little phase where I was rocking with uh, Brian Kelly, but Michigan has always been a home team, and even still with the Lions, I love the Lions. I love Matt Stafford. I love John Kitten when I mean, he was even our quarterback. Uh, Calvin Johnson, Roy Williams, those were my days, man.
0: I got you. So, you're, so you're still a loyal Michigan supporter, despite you know being, you know, that yeah. you're currently playing in Alabama. You're from Georgia, <laughs> but you still support yeah. all your uh, teams up north. It's,
1: it's weird. It's so weird because I think last year, uh, I was on the phone when this happened. I was like, "Damn, I pray Michigan don't get ranked fourth. I'm gonna play Cincinnati because it would hate having to beat the heck out of Michigan, though." Like,
0: yeah, that. Man, <laughs> I. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I did watch that Georgia-Michigan game, though, man.
1: <laughs> man. We was in the hotel. I think we turned them off after the first quarter because we just came because we had played Georgia maybe three weeks ago in Atlanta. So we already knew what they were on. Like, yeah. The first time we played them, they were running a whole bunch, a lot of cu- coverage schemes. And when we watched that game, we saw they went, man, they was blitzing. Same thing they did to sent 8 take it out the first defense, take out the, uh, the check down pass. And really after that, it's frantic. So we was watching that game. I was like, Oh man, we already know what the hell we're in for. That Georgia team was special last year. You really can't deny that. Hey,
0: I agree with you. And you know, it's kind of, it's kind of cool that, you know, you being a former Alabama player, you're at least giving respect to Georgia. Cause I mean, five yeah. first round defensive players picked five first round players just in the first round alone. I mean, that's, I mean, that's absurd. Though. That's something we haven't ever seen really. So, but, um, yeah. Anyway, Kyle, you know, let's talk a little bit more about you. So so when did you actually, if you remembered, when did you actually start playing tackle football? Was it when you moved to Georgia or did you play a little bit up when you were in Michigan?
1: Uh, trying to think. As I've been around tackle football, I don't know this really, all of my life. Was my dad was the coach for the Southfield Jayhawks. But when actually when I started playing, I said when we first came to Georgia because – in Georgia, you can play football all year. In Michigan, you only have it for a couple of weeks.
0: I got you. I got you. So so when you did first start playing football, I got to ask you, because a lot of the big guys that I've talked to, they said they started out playing quarterback, wide receiver, and all these positions. But for you, Kyle, <laughs> what position did you first start playing when you first started uh-uh. playing football?
1: My my, my people my didn't really allow that. Uh, play running back and all that stuff. I played D-line my whole entire life. Okay, my I got you. My whole entire life.
0: So you so you stay in the same position, okay? Because I think you're the first one that's actually said that. Because I mean, I'm telling you, every single person I've talked to, they've they've said, "Oh, I played, you know, safety, and now they're playing line, or you know, something like that." But I got you. So you've been playing D line your whole, you know, whole playing career.
1: Whole entire like, whole playing career. And it was crazy. It was one year where we brought a couple guys over from another team, so from another part, and the lightest I've ever been. I had – I was still in the 100s. Everybody else 120, 130, that stuff. I backed up and played linebacker. That's the only other position I played. I got you. So, um,
0: so, so, did you ever – and my bad. I So, did you ever uh, play any type of offensive line, or were you just always D-line? Mm-mm. Okay. My coach
1: never
0: – yeah. I, I got you, because, see, for me, weirdly enough, because I was a little chunky, I won't lie, when I was little, so they had me playing both ways. They had me, you know, a little small town in Texas. Yeah, they, they had me playing both ways, but I got you. So, you've been always playing D-line, so – so Kyle, if you don't mind, you know, let's kind of transition over to high school football for you. So if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about your high school football experience. Cause you're, you're still in Georgia, right? At this point.
1: Yeah, I was in Georgia at this point. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you don't mind, just talk to us a little bit about, you know, the high school you played at and how your personal experience was playing high school football in Georgia.
1: Yeah, man. Georgia, I, when it comes down to like, cause you're from Texas, in my opinion, I feel like Georgia has the best high school football. So in that case, I'm just going to go off the brim and say, man, it was Ooh. crazy. It was just flat out crazy. Yeah, I already know. Some people's going to see this podcast from Florida, California. <laughs> yeah. sorry. Georgia to, has the best.
0: I was about to say, you might be starting the Civil War right now, just for people Georgia, listening. But but I definitely respect, because Georgia's got a lot, and I mean a lot of talent, like just a dumb and ridiculous man, amount of Man, I remember
1: playing record ball against Justin Fields. You see Trevor in another field. We had this thing called uh, the Born to Compete Bowls in the summer. It's, it's at a park that has eight fields. You used to see all those guys. And those people were like two years older than me. So it was like, damn.
0: So Kyle, when you were in high school, so did you play any like actual like games against uh, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields or was it just uh, like Trevor, you said? Or was it just a was, like you said?
1: Trevor was 4A. So I never had a chance to play against Trevor. I got that you. was one year where I could have played Justin Fields. But they, I believe, they lost fourth round or third round.
0: Dang, Man, so you almost played. See, so you almost played the current starting quarterback for the Chicago uh, Bears.
1: I, I didn't want that. I didn't want that. <laughs> at, least you're, at
0: least you're honest. I'll give you that. Cause... I didn't want
1: that. But one guy I did enjoy playing with was J.C. Horn. We played against in my sophomore year, and I'm gonna get into that story. With me hey, I go, back go right
0: this. ahead. Go right ahead.
1: All right, so you're gonna go back. My freshman year, I was at Creekside. Creekside High School. It's uh, it's like in South Woods, and like I said earlier, I was played. I played with four high school coaches in all four years. I had a different coach every damn, year. That's so yeah. That's definitely rough. That I mean, even <laughs> my, my freshman year, damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. I know, right? So my freshman year, I had my quarterback. My, where did my quarterback end up going? He went to Troy, and he ended up playing tight end for the Bears now. That game, that freshman year was crazy. I think actually I lied to you. And record ball didn't play both ways, but at Creekside. I went both ways because we were a, we were a six eight school. We didn't really have that many players that were capable of like actually going out.
0: Yeah, I got. you. I played
1: both ways there. I played offensive tackle. I played defensive tackle. And freshman year was fun. Like freshman year was so damn fun, especially like where I was at because we was like we was inner city kids. Like we was just going out there playing ball, having fun, they didn't really care about the the outcome. We was out there having fun, and that Absolutely. was my first year. That was, like, my first year adjusting to high school, because so I lost. Like, we went 5-5 five and five my freshman year, and losing, like, really really sticks with me. Like, and rec ball always won. So, going 5-5 five and five was just kind of weird. And then me and my family picked up and moved, and moved to Douglas County, which is, like, 15 minutes away from Georgia. I've been gotcha. there for a year. Uh, I played with Johnny White, and that was the year I was going to get into. We were hot. Then think we started, like, 5-0, and 6-0, and, and then – I don't know. We end up this going to this bad losing streak. And we end up playing the Alpharetta second round, JC Horn. Uh we had they had another guy, offensive lineman who went to West in, uh West Virginia. He's pretty uh, damn good. I think. I got you, but yeah. So I mean, you. So you've been playing across so much,
0: like you've been playing so many talented players. I mean, obviously, like I said, Georgia produces a ton of talent. I mean, considering it's not the same size as like yeah. Florida and Cali and Texas. I'm not even you know, look, but it's but it's absurd. Look, I mean,
1: my senior, I, I'm gonna get to my senior year, and you know, I tell you the guys we had on our team my senior year, damn, all on one team. But it's crazy because like even after a game, like no matter what school I've been to, yeah, I will see a guy that I recognize. I'm yeah. like, oh, you went to, oh, you went to. So this just That's weird. It. And then my junior year, after I lost at uh, Douglas County, my mom, I think we just buying another. We brought another house. We brought another house. I ended up at McKeechran High School. And McEachern, before I got there, we were always known for like making it first round, second round, getting kicked out. Yeah. Or we we're known as a basketball school because Sharif Cooper went there, Isaac went there, Allen went there. Damn. Jer- we basically had we basically had the Team USA U18 team. In our damn school. That's the base school. <laughs> I was about to work.
0: say, I'm like, shit, you named yeah. off every like NBA starter right then, pretty much. But I got we yeah,
1: named the whole we had majority of the team USA there. And even our women's, our women's basketball team had a five P. It's like everyone was winning except for football. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, like, so I don't Ki- want to get
1: I want go, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't
0: mean to interrupt. You. I just want to say so Kyle, you're you know, you're talking a little bit about your senior year just a few minutes ago. So now I think I need to know a little bit since you've been constantly talking, like kind of teasing us. So get into all the players you played with and kind of your experiences <laughs> during your senior year.
1: I was just going to say I don't really want to get the, the 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 school in trouble, but my he, you don't year, have to.
0: You can you can stay silent. You can stay silent. You're good.
1: Hold on. I had who I came in with. I came in with Jamil Burroughs. He's still at Bama. Javon. He's at UCF. Jordan Simmons at Michigan State. Jamari Bellamy's at Air Force. Key Vaughn's at U Albany. Uh, Bryce Archie's at Coastal Carolina. Sutton Smith is at Memphis.
0: Jesus.
1: Uh I'm trying to think. Who else to be have on that line unit? You're just talking about, team, nah, 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 talking about the D-line? No, no, no. I was about to
0: say. I'm like, damn.
1: You got yeah, we got another guy. He's at Bethune Cook, man. We had oh, – I'm missing some people. Oh, Caleb Webb. He's at Tennessee right now. Uh – trying to think we had so damn many but it was that was our roster that I was with my junior to senior year and it it was one year of my junior year I had another coach Kyle Hockman that I would say he's one of my favorite coaches but that year we went second round I believe third we went third round we lost to Colquitt County you know anything about Rush Pope you know Rush Pope was a pretty damn good coach I got you that was a pretty
0: hey so Kyle, I gotta ask you though, you know, playing around all this talent, playing against a ton of talent, do you feel like that ultimately bettered you as a player? I mean, you know, like they say Iron most Sharp definitely. is iron. But for you personally, most, you know, what were some things that you took away from playing all of these talented guys and playing with them?
1: Most definitely. So going into my junior year, as I said, it was all about it was all about getting my name out. Cause I had back in my freshman year, I believe I got UCF and SMU. Junior year, I got Kansas. Junior junior year, I got Kansas. And I'm missing one more. I don't know. But going into my junior year is all about, like, elevating myself. So that's kind of why, if you know anything about McEachern, you'll know that we're we're going to bring the coaches in. We might not win the state, but we're going to bring the coaches in. We're going to develop those guys. So going into my junior year is all about establishing myself because everywhere I would go is, hey, where's Jamil? Jamil, that's my brother. I love him to death. Where's Jamil? But it's being around Jamil, like, motivated me to become a better player. You know, so I will always – not saying I will always mimic him, but it was always in the back of my head, you know. Damn, Jamil probably lifting right now, you know what I'm saying? I got to get better. I got to – because yeah. he got to rely on me, you know what I'm saying? I and also you. another guy I forgot that was on my D-line, Jeff uh, – Jeffrey Clark, he at Georgia State right now. I think he got six sacks right now. And already in the young Clark. season. Hey, that's impressive yeah. already. But just you know, going there really improved myself. I wanted to be better, to be better than what I already was, you know?
0: I got you, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. And I also wanted to talk to talk to you a little bit about, you know, obviously your college recruitment. And you talked a little bit about getting UCF and SMU in your freshman year, getting Kansas, I think you said in your sophomore year, correct?
1: Yeah. One of my late offers was uh, NC State. So, so yeah, okay. Basically, yeah, basically it's like fast forward and all that stuff, man. It was like December or whatnot. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Because that stuff, man, it was a very, very wicked time. Because, you know, in December, people want to see, like, oh, are you enrolling early? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And I believe, yeah, I picked up Western Michigan. That was when I was again Western Michigan. My mom had went there. She was in school up there. So that was that was real cool getting that offer. But when it came down to, like, ultimately picking a school, picking a school, I wanted to go to a school that I feel like was going to make me better as, as a man and as a, as, as a player. And I yeah. just felt like the opportunity. If you get any opportunity to go to University of Alabama, of course you're gonna take that.
0: Hey, absolutely. You know, so, Kyle, so, I yeah. want to ask you too. So, when it did come down to you know you're you know deciding and signing day and everything like that, you know for you personally, what were some of the final schools that you had like your top three or five? Or you know how every athlete has their own individual like finalist? Or did you yeah. just know right away that you wanted to be part of the Crimson Tide?
1: I only had, only had a top two. <laughs> had a top two? What was, was that top two yeah, looking between, like? Yeah, Alabama and NC State. I got you. NC I got State. you. Because, I mean, NC State, they was fresh off Bradley Chubb going to the league. They had another guy. I can't remember their name. So, in my eyes, NC State was developing their, their DNs, you know. So, I just I really – I feel like their player development was good. But it was December – well, sometime in December, Coach Wiggins and Coach Baker they came to my house in Powder Springs, and they was just talking like, "Hey, like, we want you, but we don't have the such-and-such such for you. you. Can help develop you as a player and this and that." I mean, it sounds good. So I mean, any chance you get to go to Alabama and compete with the best, be with the get coached by the best, most definitely, I feel like you just got to bite it and take it, you know?
0: Hey, absolutely. So you know, Kyle, now that you made you know your decision, you're gonna go to uh, Tuscaloosa and play for the Tide. You know, how are you feeling at this point, you know, in your life? I mean, especially because you're gonna. not only you're going, you know, to a great football program, you're also going to a great school. So for you personally, what were some things that you were looking forward to when you did arrive on campus for the first time?
1: Uh, so actually, <laughs> me mean, Alabama started, I think, like January something because COVID had just hit. COVID had just hit. So I was doing my research, as you said. On a school and stuff, and once I found out a major that I wanted to do and felt like could prepare me for my future, I just started working on that as soon as possible. So
0: yeah, that's great. Really though, in Blair. January,
1: and really in January, I was taking it like more of a business, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So and uh, Kyle, I also want to ask you too, you know, kind of kind of the more like elephant in the room, you know, playing for Nick Saban, arguably one of the greatest <laughs> college football coaches of all time. If you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about what it's like playing for a coach like that.
1: Like Coach Saban, I, I swear. When I'm out in public and people say Nick or just Saban, it irks my soul. But coach <laughs> Saban, man, I love Coach Saban. Coach Saban is, is a real player's first coach. You know I mean, at the time, he would say something to you. be like, man, what, what the hell is he talking about? And then when it actually happened, he'd be like, oh, this guy was right. You know what I'm saying? So you just can't deny what's was the 18 championship. I mean, how many he got?
0: Right now, I think he's got dang near, just at Bama, I think he's got dang near, I want to say seven now, about
1: yeah, seven. Just can't can't deny seven national championships.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's like
1: one of my favorite, like, saving stories is uh, we was doing inside run, and one of the guys, I don't know which guy, he just said, no, uh, I'm going to get out real quick. Go in for me. I'm going to take the block. He said, God damn it, man, you got to put two hands on him. If you don't put two hands on him, he's going to go right for your ass, and I'm going to be yelling at you again is when i strike and it's a down bug i put one hand on the shoulder and keep outside hand free so i'm like okay cool this man he don't, he don't know what he's talking about yeah next play hit. i do the one hand here right off my ass i'm like oh damn i heard it for about two days oh. two days straight man yeah
0: i know personally you know I, I mean i wasn't a player or anything but i know definitely hearing it from like past players and obviously you know talking to you now those those uh Coach Saban rants, they're definitely not something you look forward to. Not a, not one bit.
1: Freshman year played Ole Miss. Ole Miss put up four hundred or something, five hundred something uh, total total yards of total yards of offense. That Monday, me and boy,
0: I couldn't even imagine how bad that probably was. I couldn't even like that's. I mean that's got to mean. I mean, because, you know, you were up close and personal. I mean, you're obviously – you're technically one of his kids at that point. You know, I mean, he cares for y'all. That's why he's so hard on y'all. But also at the same time, he's going to want perfection. He's not going to want you perfection. to
1: slip up. And, perfection. Perfection. I mean, and it's something that always – that how I am now. He says uh, the the route – I mean, the route to to being great is this small. You can't make it – you can't go out your own way or something like that. And, He says, trust me, I know, you just got to believe and trust me. It's something like that. Like the root of evil is – I mean, the root to greatness is this this thing, you know.
0: Absolutely. So, Kyle, I also want to ask you, too, you know, I know you didn't really see any playing time that much at Alabama, but obviously you're on the sidelines, you're taking in all the knowledge, you know, everything like that, using it to better yourself as a man and a player. But I also want to ask you, though, too, because this is kind of one of the biggest questions I've been looking forward to asking you, too. Is um, what was your favorite personal game that you had at Alabama? Because you know, I mean, there's a ton for you probably to choose from, but I gotta ask you, what was your personal favorite <laughs> one that you were a part of?
1: Oh man, it's either I'm either gonna say Ohio State because you know that's the natty,
0: hey, absolutely,
1: or Southern Miss last year because that's when I seen my former high school teammate, uh, I mean, no, my high school teammate Javon score or cool. Kentucky, we put up 63 versus Kentucky my freshman year. Like, yeah. it's just little games like that. It's just, I don't know. I'm gonna go Georgia, I'm gonna go Georgia SEC championship because I was back home. I got That's you. I was, go. <laughs> I was about to
0: say, definitely not the national championship, but I know, I know which one you meant though. Going up, but I mean, that had been cool though. I mean, the huge environments you probably were in, obviously, Brian Denny, you know, or playing like schools like LSU and everything like that. And also, you know, you had some Heisman Trophy winners you were playing alongside as well. You know, you had Bryce Young, you also had Devontae Smith your freshman year, who is an absolute stud. So for you personally, you know, do you feel like playing around all of these guys? And it's kind of a similar question to the high school one I asked you. But for you personally, playing around all of these guys that have all these accolades, trophies, even the guys on defense, you know, do you feel like they also helped level, like, level you up to being the player that you are today and getting you to the level you at you are at?
1: Yeah. So, like, going into my freshman year, I mean, really, when I was at Belmont in total, it got to a point where I was just – Oh, I'm running. I was going to be great. I'm going to be with these guys. I'm like to be peek peek. a peek, peek. But when you can hear a guy like Devontae Smith, like, just relax. You're here. Like, look around you real quick. Just relax. I'm not saying go through the motions, but you got to relax. Just relax, and then everything will just come to you naturally. I think we ha- I had that conversation with him, and we played at LSU at LSU. Because the first week LSU canceled, we had to play them at the end of the season. So, yeah, I was at the end of the season. It was just – soaking it all in i think he was on the verge he was on the verge of winning the highest math i think he was at that point
0: no you are correct cuz his his kind of most memorable moment in that season was he made that incredible catch in the end zone and I mean that I think everybody knew at that point that he had the Heisman. And it's always kind of funny to think that, you know, even for a you know skinny kid like Devontae Smith, who might weigh a buck seventy at most, you know, to be able just to do what he did against all that competition in the SEC, yeah, it's just unbelievable. So they had to also give you kind of a boost knowing that you know, if I keep my head down, keep grinding, and just have that right mentality, you know, I can be able to also do the same exact thing. So so uh, but Kyle, you know, for you personally, once you know, now that you look back at your time at Alabama. What are some things that you take away from those experiences that you did have?
1: Mm, being a perfectionist, like you just got to perfect in everything that you do. Like no matter if it's uh, – what would he say? Saban would say – Coach Saban would say if you're going to be the best street sweeper – be the best street sweeper in the world. So there's being stuff like that, you know, the, the little things.
0: I got you. I got you, Kyle. So, you know, now that you had officially entered the transfer portal, you're looking at now – you know, find another school that you can, you know, you'll have a bigger role in, you'll be able to get a lot more playing time. And, you know, there's no reason to sugarcoat it because obviously, you know, you want to do what's best for you in the future, whether that is academically or, you know, athletically. So for you, Kyle, you know, what were some schools that you were looking at once you did officially enter the transfer portal that you kind of were interested in potentially transferring to? Uh,
1: One of the ones that I was really, shout out Keelan Cox, because he was at, he was with me my sophomore year at Belmont. He transferred out and went to Wyoming. So I was really looking at Wyoming. Uh, I was really looking at Tulsa, but then it hit me. It hit me maybe like later. Like when did I commit? I think I committed. Yeah, August. It hit me like late August. I mean, early August. I was like, man, it's just they're really forced. I was really forcing some that was really like I don't want to say it was too far away but I feel like I was just forcing it. Like, I would hit up Coach Williams. I mean, uh, I would hit up Tulsa. I would yeah. call Tulsa, and they'd be like, yeah, man, we're still waiting on this one, and I'm waiting on that. I would hit up Louisiana Tech. Uh, my guy, Omar Sims, is there. I would hit up them and be like, I was like, man, why am I forcing it? And then my dad hit me up with this idea of just going to A&M and being different, and that was hit me in my back of my head. Like, I feel like if I had Coach Saban, I would call him up and say, hey, like, what what would Coach Saban really want me to do? I feel like Coach Saban would want me to be different. So,
0: hey, absolutely. I know kind of I
1: ultimately chose to go to AM. Yeah.
0: So, so, I mean, I know you just talked about that being a major reason and why you wanted to go to Alabama, Alabama AM, but also did the fact that your dad, you know, he's alumni there, did that kind of also influence your decision to go to AM? A
1: lot. I remember going to, a, uh, I was a kid, I came up here to a game and they won the SWAC championship in 2006. So, this is like 2008, 2000. 10 maybe it's around that range got, when yeah, we I first moved down here first moved down here we went to a game I was like damn it's people over here people over here they got tents on over there it's like damn this is a huge atmosphere this it was really bringing back those throwbacks of, of us coming up here it really wanted me to come up here and be an ain't bulldog really I got
0: you. And Kyle, you know, another thing that's kind of, you know, really cool about, you know, going to Alabama A&M is now, you you know, now you're officially in one of the best coaches in all of college football, you know, being at HBCU. And, you know, the bands are kind of the most notable thing because they're just incredible. <laughs> yeah. So for you personally, you know, what were some things that you were kind of excited about when you officially did commit to go to Alabama a I
1: was really excited for like the culture, you know, the, the culture here, like you said, the bands is a little bit different. You know, as uh when I was at Bowman, you would do the walk of champions. It was just two big ass gates and security guards right there. It's like, and then we do the bulldog walk, you got alumni coming out in the middle of the walk like, Hey, this is that, and just keep on going about your day. So it's like the the culture here and the, and then the people here, like when you lose, you really feel like you let them down, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, you know, obviously Alabama A&M is not the biggest program in the nation, but the fan base, the fan base that they have, the alumni base, boosters, whatever, you you know, whatever. They're very passionate about the Bulldogs, you know what I'm saying? So for you personally, does it kind of feel good to be able to you know, kind of take a scale down and go to a school that, you know, has a I don't want to say more loyal fan base. Obviously, Alabama has a lot of loyals, but especially for Alabama A&M, where they take a lot more pride in their school. You know, does that kind of feel yeah. nice being able to be in that type of atmosphere?
1: Yeah, I believe it was when we had lost to Troy. And uh, I had alumni that's on campus. They have, like, like, this little alumni group. They was like, hey, you know, you guys play good. Okay. Now, for instance, we played when I was at Bama. I think we played Arkansas or Mississippi State at home. And it was when Arkansas – I'm going to say it was Arkansas because I remember K.J. Jefferson throwing to that receiver they had last year. Uh, that
0: Traylon Burks.
1: That guy. I got you. I that got guy you. was damn near good. And they was like, hey, you guys barely won again. We got to escape." I'm like, dude, I believe we won by 20-something. You know, like- <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> it's like you're kidding me, right? Like-
1: you're killing me. I'm like, damn, I thought I did
0: pretty good. <laughs> but I got you, though, yeah. It, you know, you kind of it, – it's a definitely – I don't want to say a lot more love, but there's definitely a lot more love in a because it's a lot more genuine. And that's nothing against Alabama and the fan base, but definitely – you know, it's just one of those things where being, you know, and like you talked about too, being in a small town, especially in Georgia, Texas, like I understand that completely because, you know, despite win or lose, they'll always back you. And then sometimes when you play at a lot of bigger schools, you know, the second you do one mistake, uh, you know, kick them off the team, you know, bench them, do this and that, you know, it's just but I know what you mean, though. And I know definitely as a player and I wish, you know, y'all's voices were heard a lot more. You know, y'all be yeah. able to kind of talk about how y'all feel because I don't think it gets talked about enough. Because y'all are human beings at the end of the day, not just these yeah. multi-million-dollar chess pieces that a lot of schools use. So, but um, That's but definitely. for but for Kyle, for you, so you know, now that you're at Alabama and M, you're seeing a lot more playing time on the field, right? You're being able to get a lot more reps and everything yeah. like that.
1: No, actually, I'm not even gonna uh, spice it up. I'm I'm really bettering myself as a player right now because when I came here. I I really wasn't a hundred percent. I have I haven't even seen a, a lick of field yet. I have to get my body right before I'm able, because we have guys here that's transferred in from um, Toledo and FIU. Those guys are in Troy. Those guys are that are balling right now. I'm I'm, ri- I'm waiting to get back to play with those guys, but right now my body's not at a hundred percent.
0: Hey, I got right you. Now. I mean, biggest thing yeah. obviously, you don't want to do anything to put yourself in harm's way, obviously, yeah. and you have a long term injury. So do you know when you, like a kind of timetable for when you might, you know, get back out said, there on the field?
1: It's more of a back. You can't you can't really pick and choose the back injuries you gotta, Oh, well, I'm sorry like to a, hear that. I'm, yeah. I'm finna go play heat on it after this in a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, do what you need to do, man. We need we need to see you back there on the field. But Most you know, definitely. but for you, Kyle, personally, you know, you know, it's ever since you have stepped on campus at Alabama AM, what have been what, what have been some of your favorite, you know, aspects so far being on campus?
1: Like, I was telling like, all the guys that we have. So, we have uh, Moses. Moses is from Kentucky. And me and Moses, like, you talk about the game, We put 63 on their, <laughs> on their head. But me and Moses, like, we had a homecoming here in the gym and, like, the bands going. Me and Moses looking like, bro, we never had a homecoming uh, parade in our life. Like, yeah. Uh, this experiencing these new things with these guys that are, like, in the same shoe as me, transferring in, like, we got Gable Floyd here from Texas. Like, Just going through the stuff that we see. We should see our faces. I wish that we could see our faces and our reactions when we see half the stuff that we see here. And
0: I got you, Kyle. That's really cool, though, because, you know, especially HBCUs, they do receive a lot of transfers, especially from a lot yeah. of big D1 programs. Obviously, you're part of that as well, you know, coming over from Alabama. But, uh, Kyle, I just have a few more questions to ask you before we do start to wrap things up. And the first one I want to ask you is, is whether it's past, present, college football or NFL. What player do you feel like your play style resembles the most, and why? Mm, play
1: style resembles the most. I probably go back to my high school days. Uh, Dennis Jackson. Dennis Jackson out of high school. He went to uh, Eastern Michigan. I got you. And with De- what Dennis, playing style was he would always be in a three tech order nose, and he would always engaged and then finesse, or he was always, to me, he was more of a finesse player. Even if it was a run game, he wouldn't just sit in the gap. He would just finesse, finesse his way out. But when it's third down and if I'm at a three-take or a 5 tech, I went on a Florida State visit and I seen Brian Burns hit this move where he went inside out and then swiped down. Ever since then, I've been watching Brian's, Brian Burns' pass for his tape, so a little bit of mixture between those guys.
0: I got you. And definitely, you know, Brian's been balling out for the Panthers his first couple of seasons, you know, in the NFL and obviously at Florida state, he was a dog. So that's actually, I mean, I like that comparison, you know? So, uh, and next thing, Kyle, kind of one of the final ones, but definitely the most important one I'm going to ask you is, you know, right before game time, right before you about to head out of the locker room, getting into the tunnel, but while you're sitting in your locker, chilling with your headphones on, AirPods or whatever, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? Oh
1: go to? I gotta know, I gotta know. Ooh. I'm gonna go with a classic that everyone loves because I played it last week on the speaker. Uh, <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares. Man, Meek Mill. Hey,
0: hey, you can't go wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love Meek. Absolutely. But I think I've heard it about 500,000 times now. Do you have any other songs? I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Dreams yeah. and Nightmares is definitely the one to go to, but is there any other Just ones can't you can kind of have?
1: Oh, yeah. You can't really go wrong with Dreams and Nightmares. Um, I'm playing a lot of Young Thug. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Young Thug. I'm playing, if I want to get calm, what's my, Ed Sheeran has a song. It's
0: like Ed Sheeran, okay. Hyped
1: up. I if you. I get too hyped up, it's like, okay, wait, I got to calm down. I'll i got play you. a little bit of Ed Sheeran. And then if I'm going to turn it right back up, I'm going right back to Young Thug. Hey, <laughs> young Thug hey, hey. is going to.
0: I got you. I love that. You (laughs) you can't go wrong with that gunner young thug combo. Absolutely not at all. all. But Kyle, I appreciate you coming on today, my guy. I absolutely had a blast. And for everybody out there that's listening to today's episode, I'm going to leave all of Kyle's socials, everything like that. I'm going to leave it down below in the description of today's episode. Kyle, I appreciate you. you coming on, man. Seriously, it was a blast. And I definitely look forward to continuing to keep up with you and just see how your career plays out.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Hey, absolutely, Kyle.